Hello, Mama! I am with you and excited. Today is a good day. We are continuing our conversation about marriage with my dear friend Kiki. And I don't know about you, but I had a lot of fun uh, just being a part of this conversation. And I was just so blessed by it and I grew from it. So I hope you are too as you've been listening. Make sure you go back and listen to the previous episode. That's the first part of this conversation. And today we have uh, the second part of that. So I'm excited for it. I hope you are too. And before we jump in, I just want to remind you, like just generally, you need community. You are not made to do life alone. We have to have an order to be the people that God made us to be. And so with that, make sure you have community. Now, one way to start that is to hop in my Facebook group. Now, we're going to go on from here because that's not fully true deep community like like you need. And we're going to talk about that in a second. But it's a good way to start. So if you're not in the Facebook group, make sure you hop over there. You can find it at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Morning Mama Facebook group. I would love to see you over there. My amazing friend Lauren leads that. She has the gift of encouragement and she's just so amazing. And it's just such a great community of women that are seeking uh, God and seeking this healing journey and trying to figure out how to do this life better. And so you don't want to not be a part of that. But, and so ultimately that's a, that's a great place to start. But I also just feel like this urge to call you to step into deeper community. We, again, we're not made to do life alone. And so, hey, if you're not plugged into a church, let this be your number one priority before you find a therapist, before you jump into the Morning Mama Academy, before you, whatever else is on your to-do list go and look for a church. God's plan for us for thriving is in the church. That's how he created it. It's his plan A for us. There's no other plan. So you got to get in a church. And let me just tell you, Every story I've ever heard as I've worked with women that are on their healing journey and trying to figure out when, when that piece is missing and, and suddenly they, they place it in their lives, it's like so many puzzle pieces connect and all of a sudden they're like, wow, there was so much missing. Now, you know, churches are not perfect. They're made of humans, so we can't ex- go in expecting a perfect church, but you need to be in community. You need to be authentically in community, which means you need to open up to people, be in connect groups, be serving in your church, attend regularly, like just be in it. Let your roots run deep. So that's my like bigger encouragement to you today, just randomly uh, to just get in a church. I just felt like this after the conversation with Kiki, I just like really wanted everyone to get plugged into a church. If you live in the local Orange County area. I would love for you to come to my church. It's the Movement Church. Um, We meet in Laguna Hills High School. That's always changing, so that might not still be true by the time you listen to this a couple years from now. Um, But if you look up the ocmovement.com, you can find us. I love my church. They're the best. And then Kiki also has an amazing church, so lots of options to choose from. She goes to Crossline Church, also in Orange County, so we would love to see you there. If not, um, a great place to look for a church is on arcchurches.com. I think it's like arc.com is the website, Arc Churches, something like that. So <laughs> that's a great place to find um, a good church and get started on that hunt. And, and here's the other thing is just pray about it because God will lead you to the right place. Okay, random tangent is over. Make sure you take some action on that today. And also get excited as we continue our conversation on marriage with the amazing Kiki Joe.
Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. The last item I was going to hit on with working on yourself is that I feel this item, again, could be its own podcast because I also think it's the number one item that doesn't get the attention it deserves for us mamas. And I've heard time and time again from therapists, from pastors, from really relevant biblical based like Instagram stories, even that if there's one tip, not nine tips, like one tip, it's focus on you and not on him. Yeah. And your attitude towards yourself and your own growth and your own journey, that alone could solve most of your marriage problem. You want to hear some like real truth? The first person to tell me that was my own husband. And I was like, wow. (laughs) How did, were you able to receive that from him? That's, that's great. Probably not. But looking back, yeah, I mean, he noticed it. He's like the amount you focus on me, like lady, you know, and it was, it was the truth I needed to hear. And I still need that reminder. Sometimes I, my natural flesh state goes back to control and judgment and analyzing. No one wants to be married to that. So it's a, it's a constant prayer walk. It's a constant work. It's a constant effort. And the other thing my husband and I just talked about is when one of us kind of falls off and stops trying, we feel that Mm. like we notice that and yeah, we give each other grace and there's days, but those days shouldn't lead into more days or two weeks. And that's where distance disconnection happens. And it's just, we owe it to each other to not stop trying. Yes. If you're now not working on yourself, you've stopped trying. If you're now putting too much attention in me, you're not trying. I mean, we could go all the way back up the list. If you're putting the kids before me, if you're not praying for me, you're no longer trying and I deserve more. So, and he does. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so with you on that. And it can happen so easily. Like I know we're in a season that is so crazy and so chaotic and so full. Yes, you are. Baby's coming in a month. We're in the middle Woo! of modeling still. We're going to be moving in before baby comes. Hopefully. Woo-hoo, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's just like, you know, and then trying to prepare for maternity leave at, you know, both at church and in the business. And there's just so much. And he's got so much he's managing at work and trying to help with the house and all these things. Right. So yeah. I know all of us have things, but in this season, because it's definitely more chaotic than, than a normal season for us. For sure. And so in, in the back of my mind, sometimes I'm like, well, we'll just get through this and then we'll work on our marriage. You know, this is, you know, like we don't really have time right now to like really focus. And that's like this temptation in the back of my mind. And I'm sure it is for him because it's like, really, how do we manage all of this? But I keep reminding myself, no, because If I do that, not only will we miss out on the, the connection and growth in this season and the teamwork we could have, but also that easily can roll into the next season, right? Then a, there's a newborn baby. Of course, that's going to be a hard season. And then what after that? We have three kids. We have to figure out how to manage, you know, all like it just keeps going. So I love that you're, you know, calling that out and saying like, no, like every day counts. Like we, if we start giving up, it, it just 
spurs us slowly in the wrong direction, which can then, you know, lead to the completely wrong endpoint. Yeah. And I mean, not to be so dark here, but there's, there's a compound effect, right? It, yeah. it rolls and rolls and rolls. And remember, biblically, tomorrow's not even guaranteed. Mm, yeah. Today is a new day. Yeah. This is the day he's made. We're going to rejoice and be glad in it. Like, oh, I've had seasons where I've not been trying. Like, what if something happened during that season? I would live with, oh, that'd be so hard. That would be so, so hard. Yeah. I'd be living on your couch for you to help me through that. But <laughs> anytime, girl. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, that's not happening. I mean, yeah. other reasons. <laughs> okay, cool. Done, done, done. But yeah, I just think we need to remember the essence of time because it's not guaranteed. Yep. It's a good reminder that we, we need to keep that in perspective. It's so good. Ah, so much wisdom. And this is mm-hmm. so good. Um, yeah. Okay. Work. So working on yourself next one. Okay. Plugging into church. Tell us about that, how that's uh, been for your marriage. Yeah. Uh, this one I hope is helpful for me to just kind of share my story on this. Um, yeah. I'll be quick, but the more I work with moms at our church and the more I get rooted into the women's community, um, it's really, really common for women to be the spiritual leaders of the home. And, um, if you're currently not the spiritual leader right now, whatever you're doing, point your finger up to the heavens and say, thank you, because that is the most ultimate, incredible gift that you're married to someone who is leading your home in this area. Don't take it for granted. It is a rarity. It is a rarity. Um, yeah. Oh, especially with the seasons we're all relatable in as, as moms and most of us younger mommies. Um, so I, I have attended church by myself most of my life. Um, not getting too much into my backstory, but I attended non-denominational church on my own since high school, leaving an Orthodox church, not finding a relationship there, more of a religion there. And so I'm really used and really comfortable to just being on my own and church being my me time. And I defined it as my me time with him. It's about me and him. And I led that into my marriage when I married a Catholic who attended all Catholic private school his whole life. His family attends church services almost every single day. Um, and that's just, I was like, no way. I can't go back to something I've already left. I know where my home is and it's in a non-denominational setting. And when I moved to Orange County, I'm so grateful I found Crossline Church and that's without a doubt my home. Um, but I then slipped into the very easy habit of going to church by myself and defining that as me time between me and him. This is where I'm growing and working on myself. And of course, I always wanted my fiance at the time to come with me. And then my husband at the time to come with me. And then the father of my newborn child to come with me. But I was still attending church, you guys, by myself. And it got harder and harder. And I started to observe more and more families and couples and people. And it just, God did so much work in my heart. Like, no, babe, this is not you time. This is my time. And I defined and designed love and family and marriage. And you're, you're selling yourself short, not being here with your partner. And, and that's not for me to control. 
right? Mm -hmm. I have no control over that. So for those of you listening that are attending church by yourself, I get that it's hard. I know Brittany, you shared your friends doing it. It's not easy, but it's, it should be a non-negotiable because that leading by example and consistently leading by example is the best thing you can do for your marriage. If you one day hope he follows suit. And speaking of my husband being so good at calling me out, (laughs) I'll never forget this Sunday. I come home, walk in the door and he's like, how was church? And I start crying. And I, he's always open to me. Like I give the sermon back. I'm like, sit down. This one was so good. Like I I love getting into it. But I just remember crying and I'm like, I hate doing this alone. Like you need to be there. And this is why, and this is dumb. We're bigger than this. We're better than this. Wow. And he just looked at me and he was like, isn't this between you and God, not you and me? Mm. Like I you walked in the door and I asked how church was and you just started crying about me. Mm. Like, where were you the last few hours? You know? Yeah. And as soon, Brittany, as soon as I stopped noticing couples at church as soon as I stopped fixating on that and as soon wow. as I just genuinely took it to prayer mm-hmm. like God I know your heart I know what you want change me or change him like one of the two something's got to give he came to me saying I'm ready to try out a non-denominational church let's try out a new one wow. and I'm like, I'll go anywhere under the sun with you so yeah we started going to non-denominational churches together And then um, he felt my church home was too much of my home. And I respected that. So we tried out some other churches and then God works in awesome ways. Long story short, we ended up back at Crossline and he's plugged in and it's still, it's still not, I guess what people might picture, but it's beautiful for what it is right now. And I couldn't be more grateful. Um, I love that story so much for so many reasons. I think just, I think there are so many marriages in that place. Like I know some of the girls in the Academy are my friend. Mm -hmm. There's so many marriages like that. So I love your story. Um, one just of hope, like God will and can't like absolutely can change hearts. Um, but also that it wasn't you manipulating him. It wasn't you pressuring him. It was actually you releasing that. And having conversations, which is totally okay, but like it was from the right place and from a place of peace. And, Mm -hmm. and like, once you release that to God, God was like, all right, I got his heart now. You know, it's just, it's so so good. What a beautiful story. But I did try the manipulation, all those, and I'm just here to say it doesn't work. Oh yeah. I get that. I've tried that too. Yeah. Like I would force my husband to go to, you know, small groups for a long time. But then it's like, he's not actually wanting to go for himself. So it's like, he might totally. go, but it, yeah, it doesn't work. So, totally. and I still have so much to learn in that space for sure. But um, yeah, it's the release. There's power in that release. And to put time on it, it was about six years of a prayer for me. That was answered. Wow. So actually maybe five, but probably five years, um, five to six years in marriage of prayer that was answered. So if you've been praying for one year, if you've been praying for two years, like don't stop, like there's no time limit on this. And sometimes there's power in the waiting. So keep waiting, keep praying, but keep being consistent and leading by example. So your husband knows who you are and your foundation is solid and rooted and unshakable because that's the main thing that he's going to observe. So good. Yes. And just that, like, don't like, don't let your husband's decision stop you from plugging in and going deep yes. 
because I see that happen so often too. And and I get it. It's hard, but God has so much waiting for you in the church. Like that's his design for Mm. how we're supposed to go through this world. And so you're missing out on that. You're missing a crucial part of healing and um, growth and community. And just, I mean, it, it goes on and on. Right. So yeah, it's such a good story. And I love like that, just a reminder of like, keep praying, keep waiting like six years. That is not a short amount of time. So great have prayer prayer warriors with you. You Yes. Alone in it. Yeah. So good. Open up because you'll be shocked how many women can relate. Yes. Yes. Always great advice. So good. Okay. So much. Um, So (laughs) good. I love it. Okay. So the next one might be our last one looking at the time. Yeah. Yeah, We'll see. Um, So weekly Space. What was that? Yeah. So oh, yeah. did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Glad you know. You always know. You're the best. You're the best. Okay. Yeah. Weekly space to connect. I loved this one. Love this one because um I learned this from um Doug Fields, who many of you may have heard of before, but he's local to the Orange County area. He actually speaks at our church often, but he speaks and travels to a lot of local and non-local churches, specifically with like marriage matters programs. Um, If you have questions on marriage matters, Google it. It's pretty awesome. It's a set date night. Crossline's actually hosting one coming up. So it's fun stuff. But um, something he said that stuck with me so much is he questioned everyone. Okay. Like in the audience, he's like, is your marriage worth 1% of your time. Wow. And everyone kind of laughs like, duh, like this is like my life partner, best friend, whatever you want to call them. Of course. So no one would say no to that. Yeah. And if you, again, I'm a paper data person, (laughs) 1% of one week is about a hundred minutes. So if you think about it, isn't your, so you're telling me your marriage is worth an hour and 40 minutes each week. Wow. Okay. So what is an hour and 40 minutes each week? That's a weekly date night. That's 1% of your time. Wow. Dedicate to each other. And so when people say like, I don't have time to date or a weekly date, that sounds like so much honey, that's 1%. Uh, Wow. And people would argue that their their marriage is worth even more than that, you know? Uh, especially depending on the season you're in. And so the season I'm in baby on the way, got an 18 month old, (laughs) uh, five-year-old, multiple jobs. I do my husband does like, it's just craziness, right? We've got remodels happening. It's like, okay, how do I fit 1% into my life into my lifestyle? So something else I'm stealing from Doug field, sharing with all of you. This is so good. He was like, my wife and I most of our relationship have just had a cadence of four different dates. So one per week. And the way we do it is each week is a little different. Mm -hmm. And so week one, I plan it week two, she plans it week three is one of our routine favorite things. Mm -hmm. And then week four is a home date. Um, and he had all these great examples of how none of these have to cost money. None of these have to leave the home. None of these need to require a sitter. Some of them can, maybe you splurge once a month and it's a set, whatever it could look like for your family, your time, your budget, all that. But I just loved the, you plan, I plan routine home date. And then that's four dates, four weeks. That's one month repeat. Um, 
Yeah. I just love that. I love that. But yeah, I, I like this up for all these ideas too. Cause sometimes like when we've tried to like try the back and forth, like you plan one, I plan one, I like get a couple of weeks. And then we're like, okay, wait, what do we plan now? So we always need those. Like, so I'm going to look this up. Doug Fields, marriage matters. You said, yeah, Doug Fields. I mean, he's a speaker at all these other things, but he does speak at some marriage matters too, but yeah, okay. you could Google him. He has a book. He has a few books. Um, yeah, he's really credible, but, um, he's funny too. He's so funny. Um, yeah, that's another topic, but when, when you say weekly space to connect, my first thought actually doesn't even go to date nights, which sounds horrible. Um, I'm again, so intentional and planned that my husband and I have a weekly family meeting. Um, and this is something we've learned, um, through some therapy courses as well, but this works for us. Um, and you talked about this as well and like finding a good time to do it and running through things, but we just quickly run through, okay, what's our schedule look like this week? Wh- what days do we have the nanny? What days do we have a sitter? What, what's our date night look like this week? Um, one of the items on there is like my husband's fun tank. Like he's a fun guy needs to have his fun energy filled. And if it's not, it's not a great week. So it's like, where do you have that? What's your plan? Who are you Love reaching that. out to? Like figure it out. Um, cause I know I'll figure it out on my own. <laughs> um, and then we love the idea of hitting on financials, but we usually don't get to it <laughs> a great time to talk about budget and where you stand there yeah. and then like house to do's like, okay, did we call the guy to fix the screen door or Hey, reminder, we need to change the filter in this, whatever. Um, so our weekly space to connect is we attempt a date night a week and then a weekly family meeting. So it's kind of two separate ones. Yeah. I love that so much. And yeah, I hope that we can implement that. Cause I, I heard about that idea from Chelsea, Joe and systemize your life podcast oh, cool. and the course. Um, and I, yeah, I love that idea. We we're still trying to figure out for us, like how to make yeah. that work. And my husband despises planning. So <laughs> challenging to get things like scheduled. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But I love that you're an inspiration that it does work. <laughs> it's so good. And yeah, I think it's so helpful to ha- yeah, have that time to sit down and go over those things and just, yeah, even like, like we're leading a team together, you know, like we got yes. all these little people and I love that we're leading a team. It's like, this is our team meeting before, yeah. the team, you know, <laughs> without like having some meetings. So we got to have some meetings. I love that locker room talk. And I, and I think it helps when there's something exciting for my husband in it, right? Like where he knows, oh, I know that I'm going to have fun time designated Mm. to me in this calendar, whether it's bowling with my guy friends or getting dinner one night or going to a brewery or jujitsu, whatever it's like scheduled and he knows it's prioritized. So if, for those of you out there who are struggling to maybe do this, like if you make it other centered, I think you'll be more successful first. Yeah, absolutely. That's such good advice. So great. Um, okay. We have five minutes until you have to get off, but my last question for you, um, so you saw the list of my nine things that I came up with missing from that list. What would you add to it? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. Um, because you have such good stuff. Um, I mean, there's things we didn't even get to, like, I know I loved reliving the wedding and asking him about his goals, therapist for outside, outside perspective. That's huge. Love, love, love. Um, shared hobby. Oof, that one's amazing. Okay. Amazing. You have to share about yours really quickly. I saw what you wrote on, on 
It's the best things I've ever heard. Please just real quickly share. Oh my gosh. Shared hobbies. Judge, judge me people. We were kind of weird and I grew up playing all sorts of sports, but I played soccer in college, but was really competitive in softball and kind of had to choose which sport to go play in college. And as much as I love soccer, there's aspects of softball, like randomly I miss and I used to pitch and so my husband and I will be outside and he'll just bring me my mitt and I'll just straight up softball pitch to him and he'll be my catcher. And we just talk and throw the ball back and forth and we could do it forever. We did it when we were friends, when we met in college. Like oh, I was like, this gosh. is a fun friendship that we're doing this. Oh, I thought it was so funny. I love that so much. Yeah. But and we then, also love, oh, go ahead. No, your other two. I want to make sure you get to all oh. <laughs> so good we love house shopping like love house shopping okay so wait question on that is this like trying to buy a new house or just like for fun like all the time you're just going to open houses like (laughs) we are all the time all the time like if we're driving around somewhere new my son Kingston in the back he'll ask are we house shopping or going somewhere like it's such a thing like just look at this neighborhood look at this house like and he knows the Orange County area well. So we just drive around. I love houses. Um, and then something I wish we did more of, but we love to go test drive cars. Whether That's great. <laughs> it's so funny. I can't handle it. I love it so much. <laughs> we actually just had a date last weekend. It didn't work out. I had to cancel the appointment, but we were finally going to go test drive the Grand Wagoneer. And I was so excited about it. And then it didn't work out, but it's so much fun. You just show up and test drive a cool car and have a new persona in a way. <laughs> oh my gosh. You guys are the best people ever. Oh man. Okay. I could spend like 10 more minutes laughing about that, but I want to hear you have three minutes left. What is missing yes. from this list? Okay. So your list, this is so great. I think if there was anything I'd add, um, I would have to say association. I would have to say surrounding not just yourself but your marriage Mm -hmm. with other marriages you want to be around um actually that was in my vows to my husband um Mm -hmm. my vows were a prayer over our marriage and Mm -hmm. I prayed to God on our wedding day like God I just pray that one day we will be a marriage that people look up to and want to be around because I just feel that when you go on a date night and you both leave encouraged and energetic and like filled with the spirit and on fire there's nothing more powerful than that and then that just adds to your community like we can't do this life alone we need people around us and when you have like rock solid marriages surrounding you oh my gosh that's that's everything to us and honestly the season in life we're in those are the friends we reach out to we we had friends over for dinner a few months ago and my husband just said which of our couple friends do we feel are the best parents? Like their, their kids are on it. And he's like, we're, inv- we're hosting them for dinner. And I was like, oh. done. And we brought them with that attention. We said, we looked at our friends list and we chose you guys for this reason. And let's talk about it. And oh, that's so like, cool. whoa, <laughs> yeah. but we meant it. It's just, that's, that's a season of life we're in. We're intentional. And I think it's powerful who you surround yourself with is who you are. And so I think we can all elevate who, who is in our circle. Wow. I love that advice so much. And I think it's, 
can be hard, you know, it's vulnerable to reach out for advice and wisdom and people to speak in or just share their experiences. And it can like be so triggering. I'm like, oh, well, they're doing so much better than us. But I love that you're going in with that intention of like, we're going to learn from you. That's the whole purpose of this. And that removes yes. some of like shame and comparison. And, you know, it's like, this is the whole purpose, this, this hangout right now. So that I love that. It's such a, such a good one to add. You found the 10th one. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> there was 10 ones, all 10 different tips all along, but there's really nine. Well, long story. Anyways, there's the 10th one. That's now perfect. there's 10. <laughs> now there's 10. It's perfect. Well, Kiki, it is um, on the dot 430. You got to get to back to school night. Um, I could not be more blessed to have you here. Mm. There's going to be more. I already uh, see the, I think we list today of the, the topics you need to come back for. So thank you so much for your time and just lending your oh. heart wisdom and your experience. No, it's, it's my joy to be used by him. Absolutely. And I just hope I gave him the credit he deserves and met his expectations because I'm learning as I go, people learning as I go. And you, Brittany, are a huge person I learned from. So thank you for your example and just how you lead us mamas. It's needed. You're amazing. Same right back at you. Mm. We're learning from each other, neighbor. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm so excited. So excited. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Kiki. I hope you have a great time with your kiddos tonight. And, um, oh, anyone in case anyone wants to reach out and they didn't hear your last episode, how can they find you? Yes, absolutely. I'm pulling out my phone now because I can never remember my Instagram (laughs) handle, but it is Kiki Joe Azalone, A-S-A-L-O-N-E. Um, a few of you messaged me that I got a meet from the last episode I was on on discipline. So that was really exciting. You can also email me at Blake at gmail.com. Um, or you could get in touch with me by reaching out to our church, crosslinechurch.com. Um, and yeah, I'd love to get to know you and walk alongside you in life. Yay. So good. Cool. She's as amazing in person as she is on here. So oh, definitely want to message you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and and Crossline has a really amazing women's program. So if you live locally in the Orange County area, I uh, highly recommend it. It's such an uh, amazing community of women. It's kind of like mops, but better. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but <laughs> say it. Say Great. it. Well, and yours truly, Brittany Wilson, is speaking next week on Mama Guilt. Ooh, here we go. We can wait to have you. Oh, thank you, Brittany. Appreciate you, friend. Thank you. You're amazing. Love you. Love you. All right, mamas. Wasn't that so good? Oh man. I just love Kiki. She is just, she's amazing. So, uh, I hope you were blessed. Like I was, let me pray for you. God, I just thank you for, um, marriage. God, as hard and complicated and challenging as it is, God, I thank you that it's part of your design and that you you have it as part of our lives, God, to, to help us thrive, to help us grow into the women we were created to be, God. And um, even in the most darkest marriage, the most marriage that feels the most hopeless, God, that you can shine your light, Lord. And so I just pray that every mama listening, God, from this conversation would just pull out um, little bits of wisdom that she wants to take action on, that she is going to step 
into God this week and, and work on spending time with her husband or focusing on herself or, or whatever that looks like, God. And I just pray for encouragement for her, God, for courage for her to have those hard conversations with her husband. Um, and God, I just thank you that you are overseeing our marriages, God, and that you're a good father that gives good gifts, God. So you have um, healing in store for us and restoration and hope turn to you when we don't know what to do, when we feel that hopelessness, God, and you will guide us through that. And so I just pray that over every marriage, God, you would just strengthen it, God, give them a unity that they can stand firm on. We just love you and we praise you, God, for your goodness, God. We just trust you with all things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.